What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome. Happy New Year. It's January 2022, the start of a brand new year, a chance for new beginnings and a chance to make new experiences, new memories. January is also the time when most of us make New Year's resolutions. So what is a resolution? Well, according to the dictionary, a resolution is a firm decision to do something or not to do something. So in other words, it's I am going to do whatever this is. What's interesting about New Year's resolutions is that for some reason, at the beginning of the year, we decide that, you know what, I haven't been eating well, I haven't been spending time with my friends and family, been spending too much money. I'm going to start doing something about it. So I'm going to lose weight, going to earn money. I'm going to spend more time with my family and friends. But what's interesting about that resolution is that it doesn't come with any plan. So how are you going to spend time with your family? How are you going to lose weight? How are you going to either earn money or save money? Now, you know what's interesting about resolutions, especially New Year's ones, is that according to studies, 92% of New Year's resolutions fail. 92%. That's huge. So why do resolutions fail when you start out with a firm decision to do them? Well, I have a few ideas on why resolutions fail. So first of all, resolutions are vague, such as, I want to lose weight. I want to quit smoking. I want to start working out. I want to do something. Wanting to do something is not the same as actually doing it. The other theory, I suppose, on why resolutions might fail is that they are too restrictive. So for instance, you want to lose weight, and so you're going to remove all the good stuff (laughs) from your diet. So no more red wine at dinner, no more carbs, no more fat. I'm going to eat 500 calories a day. I'm going to work out at the gym every day. I'm going to do yoga every morning. 
I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to go cold turkey. So you go from the opposite spectrum of you want to do something versus now you're almost punishing yourself for making things happen. And so it's no surprise that these resolutions fail. Because let's take the idea of going on that restrictive diet. And then one day your blood sugar is low and you're cranky and you're tired and you're just like, oh, I just want to have that donut. And so you eat that donut. And then as soon as you do, you start feeling guilty and it's like, oh, that's it. You know what? Diet's over. I'm a failure. And that's what happens is that we get that sense that we've failed at something, which is not a good feeling because none of us want to feel as if we failed, especially when it's something that we want to do. Why not think about instead of setting yourself up for failure, setting yourself up for success? I'm going to share with you a few tips on what you can do to make those goals. We're not going to call them resolutions. In fact, what resolutions? These are goals that you are going to set for yourself. These are intentions of what you want to do for yourself. Now, I mentioned the word want because initially I said that I want is very vague. But in this case, we're going to be very specific, not restrictive, but very specific in terms of what we're going to do. Now, I read this very interesting book. It's called Finish. Give yourself the gift of done. The author is John Acuff. And what's really interesting about this book is that he says, it's easier to start than it is to finish. So my example of being on that 500 calorie restrictive diet and you eat that donut and then that's it. Your resolution is done. It's why 92% of New Year's resolutions fail because it's easy to start, but then you don't finish because there's no buy-in from you. And when I talk about the buy-in, it's like, why do you want to do whatever it is that you want to do? Why do you want to lose weight? Is it health reasons? Is it that your clothes don't fit? Is it that you just don't feel good about yourself? Whatever the reason is, think about why it is that you want to do it. Because when you are committed to doing something, chances are that you will actually finish whatever it is that you want to do. And what John also mentions is that it's a good idea to make a list of all the things that you would like to do. So take a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen, and then sit down in a quiet place and start writing down stream of consciousness, writing down everything that you would like to accomplish this year. So things like, I want to go on a coffee date every month. I want to eat healthy. I would like to save money to go on a trip in 2023. I would like to set up a play date for my kids or my grandkids. And you can also think about the 
really important ones. I need to write a will. I need to set up a savings account for my kids or my grandkids. These are things that are very tangible that you can do for yourself. Now, when you write that list of all the things, and it could be silly things too, maybe going for a massage every month. I'm going to book a massage every month. That's on my list of things that I want to do. That's a goal for myself. And so then think about putting them into categories. So categories could be relationships. It could be work-related, maybe under the category of finances, and maybe miscellaneous. And so then take those ideas that you've written down and slot them into those particular categories. And then take those goals that you've set for yourself and put together a plan of how you're going to do it. So for instance, if your goal is that you want to lose 20 pounds, let's say by the end of 2022, which is very realistic, because if you are thinking of losing weight, and the healthy way of doing it is losing half a pound every week, because it's sustainable. It is something that you can do and not feel that you're being deprived. You can still eat a healthy diet, but you're not punishing yourself. Again, getting back to either punishing yourself or you want to feel good about what you're doing. And so part of your plan on losing weight can be perhaps you book a session with a dietitian to put together a healthy eating plan. Maybe you want to book a session with a trainer and find out what kind of fitness program works the best for you. And it's also finding things that you love to do. So if you love to dance, do some dancing, take Zumba. If you like to do yoga, instead of thinking about doing a full session of yoga in the morning, maybe do one sun salutation. So pick one sun salutation, do that, and then that's it for that day. Or if you like to go for walks, go for a 10-minute walk every day. Book that for yourself. I'm going to go for a 10-minute walk after dinner, after lunch, before breakfast, whatever time of day works the best for you, and commit to that 10 minutes. And that's it. And you know what's going to happen over time? is that that one sun salutation is going to turn into two and then three. And then that 10-minute walk might turn into 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You might even decide that, you know what? Maybe I'd like to start running. And so then part of your walk is a bit of a run. And what you're doing here is not only building your goal, but you're also setting up a bit that will sustain you. So after you've lost that 20 pounds, you're thinking to yourself, you know what? This feels really good. I'm going to keep eating healthy. I'm going to keep walking, exercising, whatever it is that you decided to do for yourself. And realize that you've given yourself the gift of getting it done, which is huge. It's that feeling that you've accomplished something, you know, going on those coffee dates, right? 
Maybe once a month isn't enough. Maybe you want to do more. And that's okay. But also think about that if you don't complete a goal, don't think of it as failing. Think of it as, okay, maybe I was too restrictive in my goal setting. Maybe I need to dial it back a little. Because remember, it's getting it done. It's getting it done for yourself. The other way that you can look at it is one of my favorite authors, Gretchen Rubin. She talks about 22 for 2022. So she is suggesting that you write down 22 goals for yourself. These are intentions of what you want to get done for yourself. Now, 22 is a good number. Again, back to that stream of consciousness of writing down all the things that you'd like to do for yourself. Go through that list and pick 22 items, 22 goals that you would like to complete for yourself. And then that's it. And then think about how you're going to do it. So again, putting together a plan. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. So if one of your goals is to drink more water, and I know there's different theories of how much water you should drink. So let's go with the eight glasses of water. If you don't currently drink water, going from zero to eight glasses of water is going to be a tough thing to do. I know because I've done that for myself. So maybe your goal is to start with two glasses of water. I'm going to drink one glass of water in the morning when I get up and then another glass of water at the end of the day. So if you can commit to two glasses of water per day, every day, it's going to become a habit. And so then two glasses might eventually turn into three and then four. And you might not get to eight, but you might find a healthy balance of what works for you. And what I like to do for myself, because this is what I've started to do, is I take a planner and I write down my goals and I set a timeline. So for instance, if I'm looking at booking 25, let's say, let's go with 25 coffee dates, I will book it into my calendar. I will say on this date, I'm going to arrange to go for a coffee date with a friend, or it might be a coffee date with myself. So writing it down, and then you can also keep track of how well you're doing. And so in the idea with losing weight, booking a session with a dietitian, maybe booking sessions with a trainer. These are things that you can put into your planner. And so then you are committing yourself to doing it because anytime you write something down, so again, that stream of consciousness, writing down those things that you want to do is that you're taking it from a wish. I wish I could do this versus now I am going to do this because this is something that I want 
to do because it's important to me. So just because society says that you should do something, it's only if you want to do it that makes it important to you. So I'm going to share with you what some of my goals are for this year. And I've taken the idea that John has suggested of putting it into categories. And so for me, for the work-related category, is that I am going to batch record my podcast episodes. Currently, I have an episode coming out every Monday, and I usually record it a week before. But I find that when I batch record, and so it's either my episodes, which I'm sharing right now, or it's an interview with someone. So if I can do that in one session, first of all, it's putting it into the bank so that I have episodes ready to go. I'm effectively and efficiently using my time. And it's that momentum. You're in the process, you're recording. And so it's that energy, it's that commitment to doing it. And it's getting it done, right? Getting it done, getting those batched. And so that is one of my work-related goals. The other one that I've set for myself is that when I'm teaching my courses for PACE, I tend to do it just before the course starts, which if I'm doing a number of courses at the same time, can put me a little bit under the gun to get it done. So instead of waiting, getting it done in advance, and then setting it up for each and every course that I'm going to be teaching. And so then I don't need to worry about it. When the classes start, I've got everything done. And so when you're getting things done in advance, it gives you time to think about what it is that you're doing and making sure that you're preparing it. And you're less likely to make mistakes because sometimes if you're doing it at the last minute, you're rushing, you either overlook something or you put the wrong information in there and it can be a little stressful. So to set myself up for success, I'm going to make sure that I get things done in advance. When it comes to relationships, spending more quality time with my husband, going on dates. Now we typically spend a lot of time together, but there's one thing that you're watching TV together versus now you're going to a movie and then maybe going for a bite to eat afterwards. Or maybe it's going out for drinks. It's doing something that you're spending time with each other, but not just regular time, but going out and doing something different. And so that's one of my relationship goals. The other one is spending more time with Lenny. Ah, I love spending time with that little girl. She's just so, so special, so creative, so full of energy. And I love when she says, Grandma, Grandma, come play with me. Grandma, I love hearing the word Grandma. It just uh, fills my heart with joy. So spending more time with her is one of my goals. When it comes to fitness, I teach Zumba, which is exercise, but I don't think it's enough for me. And so I'm going to make a commitment to myself that I'm going to start with 20 minutes of doing yoga. 
Now, yoga, some people, there's different ways of looking at yoga because sitting in quiet, in stillness, and breathing and being mindful is still yoga. But on the opposite end of it is going through all the different poses. And it's exercise. It may not be something that is getting your heart rate up, but it's giving your body a chance to move. And then the other thing that I want to do is I want to book a personal trainer and put together a program for myself that I can do at home. Because when you're paying someone (laughs) to put together a program for you, you're more apt to go through with it. I mean, I have access to so many videos of boxing and strength workouts and all kinds of, there's so much out there that I can pick and choose from. And most of it is free. But have I done any of it? No, I haven't. Because I'm not committed to it. But 2022 is an opportunity for me to get back and make sure that I'm looking after my fitness and my body. Because at 62 years old, I think I'm doing okay. But I want to be better than okay. I want to be strong. I want to make sure that I'm flexible. I want to make sure that I am looking after my body so that it stays strong, that I stay flexible, that I'm able to keep up with Lenny (laughs) because that girl can run pretty fast. And so making sure that I am staying healthy. Now, I think back to 2020 when the pandemic first hit, and I remember that we couldn't really go anywhere. And so my husband and I, we would go for two walks every day. We'd go for a walk after lunch, and then we'd go for a walk after dinner. And we did that for, oh, I I can't even remember how many months we did that. I think we did that right up until it was winter. And then, of course, it was too cold to go outside. And right now it's January. It's, It's also too cold to go outside. But when the weather starts to warm up, I want to get back into that habit of going for two walks with him because it was only 20, 30 minutes, but it was a chance to get outside with him and we'd talk and it was just a habit. It was a habit that we got into that I really enjoyed. And that's something that I want to get back into doing. So when you think about what it is that you want to do for yourself, those goals that you want to do, think about incentives. We all love incentives. That's something that we're working towards. So think about setting a reward for yourself. So for instance, when we're, when you're thinking about losing weight, whatever that goal is, whether it's 10 pounds, 20 pounds, five pounds, doesn't matter. Think about what a reward is for yourself. So maybe a reward is buying a piece of fitness clothing, or maybe it's treating yourself to a manicure, or maybe it is treating yourself to whatever it is that you want to treat yourself. Maybe you love reading, so maybe it's buying yourself a book. And so when you have that reward, that incentive in mind, it also keeps you going. And maybe think about doing it in increments. You know, so for instance, the the weight loss again. Let's say your goal for 2022 is to lose 20 pounds. Maybe 
the first five pounds is a reward for yourself, or maybe the first two pounds, or maybe once you reach that 20 pounds, you buy yourself new clothing. And maybe you decide that you want to keep going. Maybe for fitness, every time that you complete, let's say you commit to doing for myself, let's say 20 minutes of yoga every morning for a week. Let's say if I complete it for a week, maybe my treat is that I treat myself to a fancy coffee beverage (laughs) at a local coffee shop. So it could be something small, but it's also that satisfaction of completing whatever it is that you're doing. Because once you go on those walks, once you do that yoga, once you drink that water, once you start eating healthy, you know what's going to happen is that not only your body becomes healthy, but it also affects your mind, your emotions, and it just makes you feel good. That you are doing something good for yourself. That you are putting yourself first, right? Because we we tend to put ourselves last in some instances. You know, we put our spouses, our partners, our kids, we tend to put them first. And when it comes to us, there's nothing left. So think about putting yourself first. Because they say that when you're on an airplane and the oxygen goes out, you have to put your mask on first before you can help anybody else. So if your tank is empty, if you're not feeling good about yourself, if you're feeling tired, worn down, and just not happy with yourself, turn it around. Flip that mindset. Put yourself first. Give yourself the gift of getting it done. Because at the end of the day, it's what matters the most to you. So until next time, think about those goals those intentions that you want for yourself. And think about manifesting, dreaming, picturing of what that's going to look like. Seeing yourself 20 pounds lighter. Seeing yourself breathing easily after having quit smoking. See yourself fit after working out. And knowing that you did everything you could to put yourself first. So don't think about them as resolutions. Don't think that you have to do anything. Think about why you want to do it. Think about how you're going to do it. Think about how happy you are that you put yourself first. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee.
I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.